Yo, I'm Chad. This is Eric. And together we are... Jamblin! Yes. Put down your chainsaws and listen to us. Uh, it's time for the Halloween episode, Eric. Oh, shit, that's right. Yeah, that's right. In case you forgot, in case you were uh, had your head too far up Hurricane Sandy's asshole to, yeah. under, to understand what, the, what this time of year is really about. Yes. This no, is Halloween. I, this is Halloween. I did not forget because I was watching a Halloween-themed movie last night. Oh, really? So, uh, what were you watching? A sci-fi original. <laughs> is it Shark Octopus? No. This was actually the movie that they were supposed to play at New York Comic Con for us two weeks ago, where I waited for half an hour while they like broke the DVD player. I had to run to their headquarters to get the, another copy of the movie or something. Oh, see, uh... I've been reading reviews about this movie all week, and I think somehow that was like, like, uh, like, that was part of like the show. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like in retrospect, maybe that was like part of the deal. Like, they're like, yes, this is gonna be the greatest idea for a setup ever. We'll be like, dude, the DVD player is haunted by Silent Hill ghosts. No, it sucked. All it did was, I'm sure, get them bad publicity. Yes. It was Rise of the Zombies. Rise of the Zombies. And you know what? For a sci fi original, which, you know, I do enjoy. The cheesiness. Yes. But uh, yeah, not bad. Not bad for a sci-fi original. Okay, so it, what's it the... Starred, it starred Machete, Danny nice. Trejo. Okay. It starred Jordy LaForge, LeVar Burton. <laughs> Great. Uh, Man-Face, Mariel Hemingway. Okay. Um, the guy who used to be fat but isn't quite fat anymore from My Name is Earl, and he was the goth guy in Butterfly Effect, and he was the racist fat guy in American History X. What? He's not fat anymore. How am I supposed to recognize him? Yeah, he's not really that. He it was also the fat bully in um, that like Disney show, too. Yeah, I mean, he's like Hollywood's go-to fat guy. I mean, what are we going to do? Yeah, he's not really fat anymore. He's definitely uh, thinned down, for sure. Oh, well, well, good for him. But seriously, oh my god, Hollywood, you got to find your new go-to fat white guy. Yeah, so, um, you know, it, it actually so it's kind of surprised me. It had more quasi-stars than I thought it would. So is it like Mars Attacks and that there's just like pseudo-celebrity D-listers popping out of the woodworks? No, I mean, like, there was no humor in this. It was definitely zombies. Um, they start out on Alcatraz researching for zombies uh, on, how, <laughs> okay. on how to cure them. Well, they're on Alcatraz because, you know, zombies hate water. Oh, sure. Uh, unless, it's, unless it's World War Z and then they're just walking underwater towards you really slowly. Yeah, I mean, that's happened a couple times. But the, unfortunately, these zombies learn how to body surf. What? They just come, like, surfing down into the beach kind of thing. They're like, oh, they must have caught the current. Shred. <laughs> what? Jordy uh, LaForge is, of course, a scientist looking for a cure. And um, it's weird. There's, like, two, um, there's two concurrent stories going on. It's like, you know the, all those Ice Age cartoons? Yes. Where, like, the woolly mammoth and all those guys, like, everyone loves Raymond. They're all, like, looking for whatever the fuck they're looking for. <laughs> and then that, like, saber-toothed squirrel's always looking for his nut. Yes. And they go back and forth. Well, that's what happens in this movie. You've got Machete and Jordy LaForge and all the people trying to escape zombies and find a cure. Mm. And then you've got a pregnant lady running from zombies. Really? Like, the movie starts off with her running from zombies. And then every once in a while, they cut back to see what she's doing. Damn. <laughs> like, oh, still pregnant, still running from zombies. How is that possible, man? I mean, like, we both of us know, like, pregnant ladies don't run from shit. Yeah. So you're like, oh, my God, this sucks for her. Um, and in this movie, if you get bit by a zombie, you literally have 30 seconds and then you turn into one. 
Oh, so it's kind of like uh, 28 Days Later, like, rage virus kind of a deal? Yeah, I mean, like, your body just contorts into zombies. And people actually count it down. They're like, oh, I got scratched. 29, 28. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been, like, just seriously counting it down, like, you're fucked. Um, but, uh, you know, it wasn't a bad movie because there was actually surprises. Mm. Like, I was actually surprised as to what would happen when and stuff like that. Like, for instance, the pregnant lady. They actually find her halfway through. She was hiding in an, in a, in an ambulance. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, you know, they found the Ice Age squirrel. This never happens. <laughs> I can't believe they met. And so she's like, oh, I'm so scared. And they're like, hey, don't worry. We're here now. We're going to protect you. And there's a zombie under the ambulance. Like, oh, tee-hee. <laughs> and, he, and he bites her. And you're like, oh, my God. I didn't think the pregnant lady was going to get bit. What the fuck? Well, why the fuck? All right. So they're counting down because you only got 30 seconds. So like one douche is in the corner, like 29, 28, 27. And they're like, oh, you know, so she's like, kill me, but save my baby. Yeah, it's like, oh, you got 30 seconds to, to squirt that baby out, lady. Hurry up. Yeah. So um, uh, fat guy who's not fat anymore shoots her in the face and kills her. Damn. So she doesn't, then, wait, so she doesn't come back as a zombie if they kill her while she's a human? Yeah. Yeah. If you just kill someone. Yeah, you only get turned if you get infected. Oh, so it's like a virus. Well, no, you know what, though? But they shot her through the head. And zombies, they get shot through the head. They just don't come back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so if she just, reg- if she normally died, she would have come back as a zombie. But they shot her through the uh, head, to the brain, so she can't come back. Right. Well, as, as long as there's, like, like, um, like a coagulating pool of blood coming out from the body, then we know it's really over. Yeah. So anyways, they shoot her. And then they take a machete and cut open her pregnant <laughs> oh, belly and God. pull the baby out. Hooray! Which is, like, disgusting. Sure. And I was like, oh, my God, disgusting. Up until the moment they hand a fake doll with blood on it to one of the people. Aww. <laughs> but then when they cut to it, it's an actual baby, and it's it's alive and it's healthy, and it's not a zombie. And you're like, oh, thank goodness. Mm-hmm. And then it turns into a zombie 30 seconds later. Well, yeah, I mean, come on, man. Pregnant women, fetuses, they share the same blood. Well, they severed the cord pretty fast. <laughs> You know, that sounds ridiculous. That sounds like they'd be like, oh, my God, guys, you can see the zombification of the umbilical cord. Cut the cord. Cut the cord. No, you can. Like with this, like they get all black veiny and like travels up their body and turns them into zombies. So anyways, it's so it's a a regular baby like goo goo gaga. And then all of a sudden, like turns into a zombie. They throw it on the ground and stomp the shit out of the baby. They throw it on the ground, they like stomp its brain, and like you see a close-up of someone's Converse high top sneakers oh. as they're stomping the shit out of the baby. And it was like it was disturbing. Sure, Even- but uh, all right. I mean, I I know it's disturbing for you, Eric, because you were there, you witnessed it, you were in the the heat of the moment. For me, uh, you know, as just like the critical thinking outsider, I just feel like why the fuck did they put the pregnant lady getting chased by zombies in the movie like? Why were they cutting back and forth to her at all if she didn't matter for shit in the end? Yeah, she didn't. That was like halfway through the movie. What the that, hell? All the all the choices in this movie were kind of like that. So like it kept you on your toes. Like, um, who would have thought Machete would get killed halfway through? Man, that's like nice. like like Machete's like the tough guys. Like, oh, uh, you know, us macho dicks are going this way. You scientist dweebs are going that way. And then like this <laughs> one zombie with their arm contorted, like attack, like a surprise them, and he's like, oh, and he. Fucking kills Machete. Boo. And, uh, like, this one zombie took out, like, three of them. That's stupid. It's like, you've been killing zombies the whole time. So then, anyway, so LeVar Burton, Jordy, 
he's on Alcatraz, and I, obviously I'm spoiling this whole movie. Who gives a shit? Yeah, it's a <laughs> so, original. Yeah, so uh, Jordy's he stayed behind in Alcatraz, even though there's still body surfing zombies showing up on the island. Well, he stayed of behind. I mean, you know, any low budget movie, you have to like use your one location as much as possible. I'm surprised yeah. they didn't just shoot the whole thing inside a warehouse. I know. Thank God they actually moved around. Yeah, there were there was like a, a fight scene on Golden Gate Bridge, so it was cool. What? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Oh, there's some idiot people that drove too fast. What's that one road in San Francisco that like crisscrosses all the way down the hill? It's like the fucking weird zigzag road. Okay, yeah, yeah. Let's just call it that. Yeah, zigzag road. They get away from the zombies, and the guy's so excited he drives like 80 down there and flips the car 20 times and kills them all. Aww. <laughs> like you fucking idiot. So, anyways, Jordy's daughter was bit, and she's in a jail cell. Like, <laughs> and Jordy's like, oh, I can save you. I've just got to and but. Like he, so he's trying to like you know come up with the cure, but at the same time he wants his daughter to eat. He's like, you've got to keep up your strength, zombie daughter. <laughs> so he keeps trying to give her food, and she rejects it. She's like, no, zombie daughter don't want food. Nah, want brains. <laughs> so finally, like he cuts off pieces of his own arm, what? puts them, puts them on a plate, and says, here you go. And she's like sniffing at it, and she's like, yeah. Mm, and she actually starts eating pieces of Jordy. And so he whips out his iPhone and he's like recording this. He's like, "Okay, so she's actually um, she's actually doing this, and this is not, you know, it's actually working." And she's like, "I love you, Daddy." And like she, she doesn't say that, but she like kind of like reaches her <laughs> hand towards Jordy, like she wants to like caress her father. Uh-huh. So he, he puts his head up next to the bars, and she's like, "Oh, jeez, fucking psych, Jordy!" And grabs his face and bites it off, and he drops a grenade and blows them both off. And it's like, "You fucking idiot, Jordy!" Like. Of course the zombie baited you. That's what zombies do. I mean, a smart zombie. He's, I mean, they, these, zombies, these zombies seem kind of, like, semi-clever. Like, they're yeah. like they're like trickster zombies, like, Oh, pranks on you! I didn't love you, Dad! But yeah, it was just, the zombie was just like, Well, this arm meat tastes fantastic, but maybe <laughs> if I just go up towards the bars, I'll get more. Yeah, they did. That's This is like the alien resurrection of, like, zombie movies. They're like, Oh my God, guys, they can think! Oh, wait, here was a fantastic moment. They're like groundbreaking uh, discovery. Zombies <laughs> zombies can be tased. What? They're like, yo, if you fucking tase the zombie, it drops them. Nice. <laughs> so they're just going around with tasers. And zombies are like, fuck. And they're like, <laughs> and they lose more control of their bodily functions. No. And fall. I mean, they can barely walk as it is. And they're like, ah. And they go down and they're like, fucking tase them. Yeah. So they're just like tasing zombies. At one point, they like hit one of those um, fire sprinklers inside a building, so all the zombies are getting wet. And they tase the first one, and then these really, really, really bad effects show the, the electricity <laughs> spreading to all the zombies. They're like, ah, they all fall down. Yo, somebody watched Gremlins too. Oh my god! But it's funny because as the zombies fall down, there was at least three zombies that actually like turned and fell down and braced themselves as they fell. <laughs> They're like, oh, I gotta, I gotta find my spot to fall. Oh, that looks dangerous. And they like turned around, looked, and then like slowly fell down onto their shoulders. Well, I mean, a sci-fi original. I wonder how much per day those extras are being paid. Probably not a lot. Not enough to just fall back like a real zombie would onto the ground. They yeah. like were just be very gingerly about falling. But yeah, you can tase zombies now. So that's <laughs> tase zombies. I mean. Hey, zombies, a zombie that kind of, like, acts sort of, uh, like, smart to get what it wants some brains. This sounds like a Return of the Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. 
I mean, they, I, I think I think my my sarcasm is making them seem smarter than they were. But <laughs> so I, mean, in the, I, I would watch your movie, Eric. I would watch the zombie going tee-hee-hee, like underneath the ambulance. That sounds like a fun movie. Well, he wasn't saying tee hee. I made that part up. He, he was just should have the ambulance. But so in the end, Mar- man face Meryl Hemingway, uh, <laughs> fat guy who's no longer fat. Yep. One other random dude. Goodbye, random dude. Um, no, no, he, I mean, he, I just didn't know his name cause I didn't care enough, but he was, he was in the whole movie. Like his, his girlfriend was pregnant, mm-hmm. but she helped stomp the shit out of the zombie baby. Oh. So she decided she couldn't live in a world and be pregnant. So she jumped on one of the San Francisco trolleys and cut the brakes and just rode it down the hill and smashed into a bus and blew up. What? What? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck was that trolley made of? Like explosion metal? I, exactly. It like smashed through a bus and then went another 20 feet and then just someone hit the blow up charge a little late and then it blew up. <laughs> I mean, that's just silly, man. Uh, trolleys are made of like macaroni or no, rice-a-roni. I, I mean, know. like, I mean, you could probably stop a trolley just by like putting your like foot out and it would like boop, like well, stop on your foot. Uh, I, uh, I think we both know after watching Con Air that trolleys are a little bit harder to stop. <laughs> it depends what movie. Oh, I mean, sorry. The Rock. Not, not Con Air. The Rock. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and they all they always have saucy black women as the trolley conductors. Of course, of course. Well, which is funny because like uh, my my friend just moved up from Atlanta to New York City, and she's like, "Oh my God, here we go! We finally got like the the first car on the subway here in New York City," and she's like, "Okay, cool, wow! The 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 conductor's door is open just like a crack, so I can peek in." And we like like looked into the crack to the uh, you know the the guy driving the train's door, and the guy is asleep. Oh. It, it did not do well. I mean, like he had like the uh, like 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 the I'm not, I'm paying attention but not paying attention to class kind of a deal where he's like he has like one elbow up on like the steering column and the other like part of his arm like his forearm like mashed into his face kind of across his head and he's just like yeah kind of like half turned over like his body's just on the steering column and like oh my god he's asleep oh my god that guy is so not prepared. If bald John Travolta and a bunch of other terrorist thugs take over the subways, <laughs> did he not watch that movie? Okay, did he not watch that movie? Bald John Travolta at any time, come down there, shoot him, take over the subway, and then make and make a phone call and be like, "Put Denzel uh, Washington on the other side, or I will kill more <laughs> motherfucking people." Jeez, I would have thought that more conductors would be. Well, anyway, so back anyway, to the movie. Anyway. Man, man face Meryl Hemingway. Yes, fat guy is no longer fat. One other dude. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Hold on. Can, can I just make a prediction? Yeah. That this movie sounds so stupid uh, already that I have a predi- I have a prediction that they're going to take the slasher route and have a final girl and just the girl will live. Man face will live. That's my prediction. Yeah. See, that's the thing though. She doesn't really look girlish. You know, she's like fifty. <laughs> okay. You know, and she's man face. So no, your prediction was wrong. Ah. It's even better. They go to this scientist who they're skyping with. <laughs> Who they think might have a cure, mm-hmm. and they he's barricaded the door, and they open it up, and he lets him in, and it's French Stewart. What? French Inspector, Stewart. Inspector Gadget Two. It's French Stewart with a squinty eyes, like, no. hey, I do have, I have a cure. <laughs> yeah, oh, no. let him in. God, no. But, but fat guy who's too fat is got his hands too close to the zombie door, so they're like, ah, and they rip, they uh, bite his arm. God. So they were like, oh, no, not that guy. He's kind of cool. And so he's like 30, 29, 28, of course, because someone's got to time it. So they chop up his arm, and they take a Bunsen burner and burn the edge of it. That is that is not work in real life. <laughs> and then French Stewart uh, gives them all his zombie vaccine, which I guess worked. And then they uh, they get into a helicopter, and they fly away. What? 
And that's the yeah. end. French Stewart's like, I have a helicopter, guys, and machete and a Bunsen burner. Come on, we're good. Well, they were in like a hospital or something. I guess there was like a med a medevac helicopter on the roof. <laughs> so that's wacky, yeah. man. What a wow! What a what a strange Halloween tale you've treated me with, Eric. I just didn't expect fucking machete to go down halfway through the movie. I did. I mean, it seems like everybody except French Stewart that was sort of kind of a celebrity or that you would root for just totally uh, dies in a blaze of glory. Yeah, and it's probably like the guys that were like quasi D-list stars were like, yo, even I won't commit to a full 30 days for this movie. <laughs> You've got four days. <laughs> so use me as much and then I'm out of here. I mean, maybe maybe that was... That sounds like reality. That sounds like the producer's like, okay, all right, I can only afford these guys for X amount of days or X amount of hours more. Like, Well, you know what? I guess it makes sense that Machete died because he dies in every single movie he's in except for Machete. <laughs> right. I mean, he died in Dust Till Dawn, and then they brought him back in Dust Till Dawn 2, and he died again. That's awesome. That's how much he dies. I mean, he dies in everything except Machete. So. And, and Spy Kids. Oh, yeah, that barely counts. <laughs> but no, no, but but he has to live in Machete to go on to Spy Kids because uh, Rod, uh, Robert Rodriguez recently said, I don't know if it was recently said, but I recently read that he confirmed that Machete is Uncle Machete from the Spy Kids movies. Oh, really? Yeah, so like uh, Machete, like that's just like his checkered past before he goes on to do the, the Spy Kids franchise. That's awesome. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so it is a wonderful time of the year. You know, we can watch these awesome scary movies you know amc is playing all the classics cool you know like the city is full of uh, people in costume and other people commenting on those costumes well why don't they um you know now that freddy has made his way into mortal Kombat, the video game <laughs> why can't we just have a monster mash game where all the bad guys come into a monster video game and just beat the shit out of each other like wouldn't you like to see a monster fighting game of freddy jason Michael Myers, the Leprechaun, Chucky. <laughs> Those two can be like the cruiserweight division. Yeah, like yeah. All, you know, the Blob. Oh, the Blob. I mean, seriously, like, yeah, you could you could unlock classic monsters to fight the new ones. You know, Pinhead from Hellraiser. Mm-hmm. I mean, you yeah. Know, the that's... Saw, the Saw Doll, Jigsaw. I, th- I think that'd be interesting. I mean, um, maybe they should just have like a Cabin in the Woods, the video game. Yeah, I mean, yeah, let's just have, uh, no, it was it was good, I had to think about it, because, I mean, even though I just saw that movie, there's still, like, 20,000 movies that have mm-hmm. a cabin in the woods, so, mm. um, but yeah, why not just have just a huge monster mash fight game, just have <clears> all the bad, I mean, because everyone loves certain monsters, different ones, and, um, you know, minus paranormal activity, because if you choose them as the fight screen, like, <laughs> adorable slam closed, oh, that was my finishing move. That could, I mean, that could be like I've seen weirder things in uh, in Mugen, and I'm sure I'm sure these characters are all in Mugen somewhere. That's true. Yeah, th- um, there there is like Omega Tom Hanks who fights with like movie posters of himself, mm-hmm. and uh, a giant killer whale that just comes up and bites once. <laughs> yeah, why not get them all into one big fighting game? I think that'd be pretty sweet, man. That could be cool, but you know, fighting games are kind of the thing of the past. Nobody really wants to play fighting games anymore unless it's like esports, you know, like unless it's, it's like competitive. I think you have to, like, find some kind of, like, new, interesting, like, gameplay. Uh, you better not tell DC that since we just previewed their Injustice fighting game. Well, exactly, man. I'm just like, well, Mortal Kombat versus DC, everybody was super pumped for the first, I want to say, month. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then they, everybody just dropped off like flies. And then people started to talk shit about the game. They're like, yeah, it wasn't really that great. And, yeah, the fatalities, 
really were kind of censored. It really wasn't a Mortal Kombat game. All the Mortal Kombat, people are like, it wasn't real. It wasn't Mortal Kombat, man. And then, you know, DC people just move on to something else. Well, I don't know. Maybe they should just have, maybe they should just finally have it. You know, we always have Marvel versus Capcom. Why can't we just have Marvel versus DC, the video fighting game? I think people would play that. I mean, that would be interesting. But it's what we've always wanted. But I, I don't want a fighting game. I don't want a fighting game. I want, I want like an action adventure kind of a game. That's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah I, I would do that. Like, uh, like people are talking about. Actually, there's a, this is a great article on Kotaku about um, talk about how the last, specifically why the last X Men game sucked ass. Well, we called it because you can't play as the X-Men. Like the second that came out, it was like last September. It was like a year ago. Mm-hmm. We're like, wait, so you can't play as an X-Man. You can only, they just kind of show up and help you during the game. You have to yeah. create your own. I was like, stupid, man. Let me play as the awesome characters. Yeah, exactly. But instead they're like, no, no, no. We'll give you these three different characters with these skill branches, right? That you'll like level up and gain like new powers. No. But no, it was lame. But uh but no, this article goes on to, you know, specifically talk about like the climate inside the studio that developed the game and like how that was such a huge thing. But I feel like it's it's been way too long since we've seen like a decent X Men game besides them just starring in like a fighting game. Like for for instance, let me just find my little marker here. Let's see. I feel like there was a good X Men game like six years ago. Well there was um where where you get actually you had like a team of X Men. It was almost like the like the Marvel um, superhero mashup that we love so much. Right, Ultimate Alliance. Yeah, it was like that, but it was like for like PS2. Well, there was there was in 2006 there was X Men colon the official game, which actually uh, averaged a score of 52 out of 100 on Metacritic, and then there was 2009's X Men Origins colon Wolverine, which averaged a score of 65 out of 100. But then this. This most recent one that we said was going to suck and did, uh, and we played and I played the demo at Comic Con. It was terrible. Uh, yeah, forty-one out of a hundred. And Metacritic is like it takes all the average scores of all mm-hmm. the uh, video game reviewers and like plops them together to create an, an average score. But I did like playing as the X Men characters in Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Yes. I loved playing as Cyclops. Um, you could unlock Nightcrawler in the, the uh, on the Xbox version. Mm-hmm. Loved playing as Nightcrawler. I didn't play as Wolverine. It's not really my guy, but other people did. So, I mean, um, you know, like they they re released X Men the Arcade, and everybody was like, "Thank you." Thank yeah, you man, so I much. bought it. I bought it. We'll oh, we'll so play good. it again. Um, you know, at Christmas time. Yeah, you just and you know. It's, it's it's one of those games, X Men the Arcade, that you just have to play once, and then you walk away feeling satiated. Like, okay, I heard Magneto say some incredibly dumb shit, <laughs> and we whooped him. Yeah, like I don't play it all the time. I just want I just play it when people come over, so we can all team up and stuff. And yeah, it's like I don't know. It's like it's kind of like watching watching like a comedy by yourself. You know, it's right. kind of like you know, I'd rather have some friends around me for uh, for watching something funny. But speaking of X Men, I still am planning to actually buy my first comic book. In like decades, when all new X Men comes out God. in November. <laughs> well, oh, did you did you read the uh, the preview? Yeah. Oh, yeah, great. Because uh, I just picked up when I went and picked up Powers uh, the other week at my local comic book store. I got like all the Marvel Marvel uh, like previews. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't see. I didn't read an actual preview to all mm-hmm. new X Men. I've just been reading the synopsis of A versus X Consequences. Ah. And I saw like an interview with the creator of all new X Men, and he showed a couple pages. Ah, so yes. I, I didn't know there was an actual preview issue. Yeah, yeah. Everything they were talking about at the uh, at the Marvel panel at uh, New York Comic Con, 
about yeah. like you know the new directions they were taking. They they there's just like a free issue at your local comic book store. I don't know if it's still there. Uh, that basically gives you like previews of like new Fantastic Four, new Captain America, X Men, etc. Yeah, and the X Men one's really cool because they start out in the '60s where uh, where um, where Hank McCoy is talking to Cyclops and he's like, "Fuck you, Cyclops! I'm done with your bullshit." You know, mankind will never accept us mutants. I nearly got killed today. And Cyclops is like, no, wait, come back. We can live together in peace with the humans. And then suddenly, like, full-on, and that's like human Hank McCoy, and then suddenly full-on beast Hank McCoy shows up. And he's like, I'm from the future. Scott, you have to come with me to the future to stop yourself from committing genocide. (laughs) Oh, no. And he's like, and everybody's like, who the fuck is this? And human Hank McCoy's like, it's me. (laughs) <laughs> fuck it's me <laughs> it's me in the future <laughs> i'm covered in blue pubes exactly it's <laughs> like nobody can know my blue pube secret see i'm bummed because i've always liked cyclops and i always felt like he got a bad rap it's like he was only the leader of the x-men for like 20 years without any problems but now i feel like they've turned him into a modern day magneto like he's in jail now and i feel like if he comes out of jail he's just going to be magneto and like he's going to be a big supervillain that is doing it for the mutants yeah. So he doesn't think he's bad, but he is. I think that's great because, you know, honestly, like, he was just one of those characters where, you know, I mean, he was, like, you know, leader of the X-Men, but his character was so generic at times. I was just like, oh, give me a fucking break. Well, I mean, I liked him. I just, I don't know. I feel like it's so, first of all, I don't like Wolverine. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm sorry. I don't like Wolverine. Right. Like, I liked Wolverine when he was just a side character in the, you know, the early days of the X-Men. I certainly do not like Wolverine as the leader of the X-Men. He's like, he's, he established the Jean Grey School for Gifted Mutants, and he's like the teacher and the leader. That's bullshit, man. That is not Wolverine. That's, I, that's I, silly. That's like saying, like, all right, and now Spider-Man, who has a movie out, is the leader of the Avengers. Well, it's like, it's like you don't have to be the leader just because you're hands down the most popular guy. So, I mean, so, like, I, I read some scenes where he, like, goes to prison, and he, like, bitches out Cyclops like you fucking suck and it's like dude I was the leader of the X-Men for like 20 years when you were just a side character and and now like everyone disrespects Cyclops you know like Captain America is like you're a dick and it's like really <laughs> Captain America's fault you know it's really Captain America's fault when you think about it when the Phoenix Force is coming mm-hmm. trying yeah. to kidnap Hope and stuff I mean so no one even no one even points a finger at him I don't know I feel like Cyclops got a bad rap I mean he got possessed by the Phoenix Force what yeah. about the other four? Like, everyone's cool with them. It's like, what if you got possessed <laughs> by the Phoenix Force, Chad? You'd probably do things you regretted. No, no, well, maybe. I mean, maybe I would Maybe I'd be like, shit, I killed how many babies? High five! I mean, it's just like, I don't know. So I feel bad for Cyclops, but whatever. I, I support you, Cyclops. So if you become a bad guy, then call me bad too. <laughs> <laughs> just don't call me, maybe. And they killed Nightcrawler. Well, they killed Nightcrawler uh, years ago. Yeah, like one, like one or two years ago, but then they replaced him with the Nightcrawler from another dimension. What? Yeah. This is why I don't read comics, man. So I know, so he's still around. It's like, you, you killed my favorite character of all time. Give and you replaced him with an alternate one, but that's okay. So that that's why I'm, I, I'm actually looking forward to all new X-Men, because at least those new the originals have not been tainted. Well, I mean, sort of, but it's still like, all right, so Scott in the future is like Magneto, Let's bring back Scott from another dimension. I mean, the past. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. It's like there are reasons why, why serials, you know, why like waiting for a serial and then getting like 46 pages or 26 pages kind of sucks. And that's like one of them is, you know, you 
uh, Marvel and DC threw death out the window and they'll always come back and replace popular characters. I feel like when people whine and complain about Nightcrawler dying, that was a good thing, man. It's like, alright, you know, you killed off one of your classic characters in hopefully a good way. Keep him dead so people will, like, remember the death story because death is really important. And people oh. will remember, like, you know, like, their favorite characters dying. Like, that's why the Dark, the Dark Phoenix saga is, like, one of the most, like, remembered sagas is they actually killed off a main character and she stayed, sort of stayed dead. Yeah, she didn't stay dead. Come on. I, I guess she did for a while. But it, these days, the the they die and they come back so fast. Like, Human Torch died and he's already back. Now, Captain America died and he's already back. So, it's, you know, it doesn't even really count anymore. So, I don't even know why Cyclops is in prison for killing Professor X because we all know he's just taking a nap. Yeah, exactly. He's just like, eh, he'll be back. He'll be back. Maybe his legs will work this time. Maybe not. I mean, who knows? I mean, last time they cloned him, he came back. He's like, hey, everybody, I can do a jig now. Yeah, it's just like, is killing is killing uh, superheroes even really necessary anymore? Like, do we really, is that is that what really will tug at our heartstrings is killing someone when we know they'll come back? Maybe just don't kill characters anymore. You know, pit them against the world and make it look like they're close to dying, but just don't die because... No one cares anymore if they die. All it does is rob us of our favorite characters. Wow, Nightcrawler died and it was so traumatic, but guess what? Now he's gone and I can't enjoy him. Well, so, it's, and it's, I, I don't know. You know to just kind of interject something like um, in video games, it's kind of the opposite in that um, uh, our favorite characters never die. They just simply don't get their games funded. So, like, like Gex the Gecko. In, uh, <laughs> he had three games, once upon a time, and in the end of the last game, he's kind of triumphant. You know, doesn't really die, he's just sort of somewhere doing something, waiting for some kind of, like, iPhone game to resurrect his franchise. But other than that, you know, we'll never see him again. Like, Bubsy the Bodcat, we never get to see him die. You know, like, he uh, he thwarted the, <laughs> the, the weird-ass alien menace in Bubsy 3D, and everybody had a good laugh. Uh, but, you know, he's like, we'll never see his... His, the, the end of his life cycle. Well, guess what, Chad? What's that? I don't need to see. I don't need to see the end of anyone's life cycle. I do. <laughs> and uh, I don't need that kind of closure. But sometimes people do come back. Cause yesterday, uh. Tiny Toon Adventures came back. What? I don't know. I was checking my. Uh, I was going through the schedule. Look, and all of a sudden it said Tiny Toon Adventures one hour Halloween special. Oh, oh. So it's probably an old one. No, it said new in red letters. What new. the fuck? Google, 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 Google. So I DVR'd it. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet because I was storm prepping for Hurricane Sandy. Uh huh. Um, but it's on my DVR. But it said in red letters, new with like AWs. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Somebody uploaded something on April twelfth, two thousand nine, to to nope. YouTube. Tiny Toons Intro Halloween. Yeah, but the, I don't know, man. It just played yesterday, and it said new. Wait a on second. It. Wait a second. Tiny Toons, Tiny Toons Night Goolery, nineteen ninety five. That sounds uh, pretty familiar. Dude, I'm telling you, new. <laughs> Maybe it's back from the dead then, but I fucking doubt it. I mean, they can't just resurrect like a franchise like that, like without some kind of like plan. They would have been pimping that shit at Comic Con for sure. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they just found it in a basement somewhere. They're like, oh shit, we never played this. <laughs> I mean, that feels like it. I mean, you know, how I, Tiny Toons, how I spent my summer vacation was like, oh, a huge, so good. A huge hit. So you think they would have pimped, uh, pimped like a Halloween adventure out like crazy. We love that movie so much. All right. So, Eric, if, if it says Night Goolery 
in your DVR, then yes, you were watching something from 1995. And actually, you know, like a lot of those, like at least one of those voices said, uh, like, uh, said they would never do it again. Hmm. Well, I'll have to mean, check it out. I mean, I'm, I'm not at home right now, so. They replaced his <clears> ass, <throat> but you know, it's about it. All right. So let's talk about the real Halloween special that just came out. Yeah, Elvira on Blu-ray. Ooh, I do not want to see Elvira on Blu-ray. No? I mean, like, high-definition tatas. I'm afraid of what her boobies look like in high-definition <laughs> in real life. I feel like I feel like they're probably, like, rotting from the outside like an old no. Jack Lantern. And she, just, and she just cakes on makeup to protect them. I mean, she's, like, 60, Eric. Come on. I know. Yeah, I don't want to see those boobs. I just don't. No, there was a big announcement um, a couple days ago from Spike TV, which you know you got to take seriously. <laughs> when Spike TV calls, everyone listens. Yeah, when Spike TV calls the game the game of the year, everybody in the gaming community is like, oh my god, thank you, yes. But, but here's the thing, they're putting their money where their mouth is. Oh, that's all they have is just, is it is it a Turner station, Spike TV? Or is it Viacom? <laughs> I don't know, man. Either way, all they have is money to throw at something. Well, guess what? Here we go. $10 million. Mm-hmm. $10 million to anyone who can finally prove that Bigfoot exists. Wow. So uh, where does the money go if uh, if nobody can come up with a good enough hope? $10 million. Can they please donate that money to charity now? Because Bigfoot doesn't fucking exist. It's a TV show. $10 million Bigfoot bounty. God. Boom. Chad, this is it, man. Let's what do it? it. What? Bigfoot doesn't exist. Dude, let's go get him. <laughs> it's $10 million, dude. All right. All right. If you play a lot of scratch-off ticket, your odds of winning $10 million are very, very small. Yes. Same with finding Bigfoot, but you might as well try and play. Except, except lightning exists. You can get struck by lightning like more times than you would ever find Bigfoot. I like to think that Bigfoot exists. I like to think that um, I will never get struck by lightning because it's damn near impossible. But it is, like, not even impossible. It's, like, infinity impossible for Bigfoot. I I just like to think that Bigfoot exists. You know, we're such a nation of smart asses that (laughs) it would be nice if we were wrong for once. And some of the crazy people were right. Wouldn't it be awesome if Bigfoot did exist? And we're like, oh, you know, we're so snarky and so sure of ourselves and smug. And then all of a sudden we're like, wow, Bigfoot did exist. He was just really good at hiding. Sorry. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I want Bigfoot to exist. I need him to exist, dude. And we need to find him. <laughs> Let's fucking get him, man. Let's go get him. I mean, th- that'd be like, all right, Eric. Uh, n- never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Well, let's get him. All right. Now, oh think about God. it, too. Think about it. Now, when you play the lotto, is the person who buys the thousand lotto tickets the guy who wins? Or is it the person who just randomly goes to the gas station one day and says, oh, I guess I'll buy one ticket? That's the person who wins. So... Wait. We are clearly going to find Bigfoot instead of the scientists, zoologists, trackers. Like, they're going to go out with their equipment, and we're just going to go out and stumble upon them. So it's already predetermined. Let's go do it. Like, do you want to meet in, like, the woods? Hey, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. No. All right, the line that you just gave me about, like, the guy who just randomly buys one ticket wins, that's horseshit. That is, it's not that, horseshit. That is, every time I no the lotto, I always read the story to see who, who it is and what they do, and they're like, it's just all fucking random. That's how they win, man. No way, dude. No, it, it's like... I bet I bet you I bet you a million dollars that the lotto commission is like, hey man, we will give you ten extra bucks if you and a ho ho if you say that you just bought one ticket and never bought any other lotto ticket. People people put so much money into that uh, into the lotto. That's how it gets to be like tens and millions, and sometimes hundreds of millions of dollars. That money doesn't come from nowhere. 
Does it come from Fairyland or Bigfoot? Bigfoot's not funding the lottery. No, it's all those people buying fucking lottery tickets. Such a hater, man. Let's find Bigfoot. I mean, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. We've got to be careful when we find Bigfoot because I think Bigfoot is like a stone-cold killer. (laughs) I mean, because, I mean, think about it. First of all, no one's ever found him. Bullshit. People found him, and he's just killed them. Oh. You know, they're like, we found Bigfoot. And he's like, yes, you did. I can't let you live. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. And then they start running away. And he's like, ah! And he, like, rips off their arms and snaps their necks. I mean, people have found Bigfoot. that We've just never found those people again. Wow. Bigfoot's a stone-cold killer. I mean, all right, think about it. When you go into nature, okay? <laughs> we're, yes, we're journeying into nature. When you go into nature, think about it. What happens if you run into a bear? What does the bear do? The bear just sits there calmly and plays with itself until you get uh, awkwardly, uh, like you get grossed out and you leave. If you ran into a bear, you know, it would be startled and it would, it might attack you and kill you. I mean, now think of a Bigfoot. It's, we all know they're bigger than bears. Okay. <laughs> so if you ran into a Bigfoot, it's going to kill you. So that's why people don't really know about it yet. So when we go out there, we've got to understand that one of us might not make it out. But at least we'll have one of those cool found footage movies. <laughs> They'll debut a year later. All right, Eric. So I'll all right. Uh, I'll hold the camera while you approach the Bigfoot, and I go the other way. But at least I'll survive with the footage. No, 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 no. Found footage means everyone dies, and then what? they find the footage. <laughs> so the Bigfoot has to eat the camera and shit it out. Yeah, yeah, basically. No, I mean, all it says is we have to provide irrefutable proof of the existence. So all we have to do is videotape it, and then I'll machine gun it, and then we go away. <laughs> Well, what if it's what if it's immune to like machine gun? Maybe it's like maybe it's like Assassin's Creed, like the new Assassin's Creed, man, where it's like Bigfoot is actually like some kind of space alien, like predator. You know, like <laughs> Bigfoot is the predator. Chad, you ignorant slut. What? Okay? You're making fun of me for saying, "Oh, I can't believe Bigfoot exists," and then you say, "Oh, well, if Bigfoot does exist, he can't be killed by machine gun." All right, now who's crazy? Okay. Bigfoot does exist, and he can be killed by a machine gun because everything can get killed by a machine gun. Wait, wait. If you had said electricity, I might have been on, on board. But no, well, machine I'm... guns, dude. Machine guns are for, like, like thugs, like gangs of, like, thugs that are, like, out to get you. They can get killed by machine guns. But, like, John Carpenter's the thing. You can only kill it with fire. Well, you could kill an elephant with a machine gun eventually. I mean, yes, this is true, and that's very sad, Eric. And last year, <laughs> last year 25,000 elephants died, and it's fucking... Yeah crazy sad so what's one bigfoot on the pile i mean what if he's the last what if he's the last bigfoot just diddling himself all day long because he's the only no. one left now life always finds a way <laughs> so well, maybe, maybe... If, he, if he's the last one then he's like raping deer <laughs> in the woods and making like half deer half bigfoots what if we what if we go out like jurassic park and we step into this giant footprint and we're like oh my god look down and the footprint is like Filled to the brim with Bigfoot juice, and we're like, "Oh fuck, it's Bigfoot, and he's lonely." I, I'm just, I'm just saying, man. I want Bigfoot to exist, and there's ten million dollars on the line. Why not? Let's just go look. <laughs> what, like you, where you want to go? Do you want to go up in like Canada, or no. do you want to go in like the redwood forest in California? No, too obvious. Too obvious. We'd have to go to a place that nobody would suspect. Like everybody so just has like random woods. Like, the pe- people would think, like, okay, Area 51, or, like, the nicer parts of California, you know, or, like, places that are, like, nice to go. Like, oh, okay, we're looking for Bigfoot, but we're also, like, camping. Well, according to all those Terry Brooks novels, like, elves actually live in the forest up in Washington. Oh, yeah. 
That, well, yeah, right. There's that that area of like Oregon where if you enter, like you immediately get confused and turn around. Yeah, yeah. So maybe we should start there. That's a good idea. You want to take Terry Brooks with us? <laughs> He's got nothing else to do. Yeah. Like, I mean, come on, you created Alanon. He was a cool druid. Go with us. Uh, <laughs> the the clock is ticking though. Was it what was it Terry Brooks or Terry Pratchett that uh, that is that is all that did the documentary about uh, self. Um, Self, uh, not euthanizing, but like, like self, like a doctor assisted suicide. Terry Brooks just cranked out two more Shannara books this year, so I think he's good to go for, for a while longer. Yeah, yeah. One of those, one of those guys, a famous English author, did this whole documentary about why it's illegal in Britain and other places to, uh, to off yourself when you're an old person suffering from like a degenerative disease. But you can fly to Switzerland and sign some forms and get checked out by doctors. And they will do it for you, and but you have to wait a year. Yeah, whatever. So look for Bigfoot for a year. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just telling you, wouldn't, it, wouldn't it, uh, a Bigfoot game be fun to play? What if you had an action-adventure uh, Bigfoot game where you have mm-hmm. to find Bigfoot? But it's one of those like open games where like your choices actually affect like what you do. So like if you're like a mean person or if you do like certain things in the woods and stuff... There's different endings. Like you might just be one Bigfoot, or it might be like ser- there's like a serial killer who just calls himself Bigfoot and wears animal skins, and he just murders people. Or there's like twenty Bigfoots and stuff. Like, wouldn't it be cool? Like Bigfoot the game. That'd be interesting. I Maybe mean, like Bigfoot survival horror. I mean, only if uh, if you're playing with like a bunch of people on one map, except one person got to play as Bigfoot. Mmm, stalk them. It'd be like hide and seek, except it'd be like hide and rape murder. Yeah, like I think I, you know, is I think there should be a Bigfoot game, I, especially in in this day and age. I think we could come up with some pretty cool Bigfoot games. I mean, what if it was like Bigfoot versus, you know, like Marvel versus Capcom? Maybe like Bigfoot versus I don't know. No, no, no. You said yourself. You said yourself. Fighting games are stupid. Yeah. Let's do Bigfoot survival horror. I like that. Like, forget Slender. Mm-hmm. Just make it Bigfoot. I mean, we could you could make it scary, man. If like a Bigfoot's like this unstoppable bitch goddess, and you just go in there and he's like, Wah! you know, almost like the nemesis from Resident Evil Three. Oh, like, nasty. We could make we could make a cool Bigfoot survival horror game, man. No, oh, that could be really cool. You know, Bigfoot. He's somewhere out in the dark wilderness, and somehow you have no modern technology. Maybe a flashlight, just a flashlight. Yeah, and it's like maybe you got to like search and rescue people and stuff. And but it should should have choices. So like certain things that you do during the game affect what happens, but not those obvious choices. You know, not like hey, there's a dog and his legs in a snare. Do you want to help him? Yes or no? You know, <laughs> not one of those things where you know that well, I should probably help him because he'll save me from the giant later in this game. Not like that kind of thing, but just like random things that you do affect the game. I think we're like you know, it's like. It's like, oh, you know, should I eat this granola bar or should I eat some of this mountain chili? Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> you know, and like, and then you go with the mountain chili, and then just randomly somewhere the game's like, okay, go with Bigfoot Plan B. <laughs> oh no! Now Bigfoot's gonna push a rock down a mountain at him. You know, so something <laughs> like that. Wow, Bigfoot! I mean, like, what if what if what if Bigfoot really liked mountain chili? Would he be like those bears? I mean, back when we like hiked around in the wilderness, people would be like, yo, don't wear deodorant or you will wake up in the middle of the night and the bear will be eating your armpit because they think the deodorant smells like food. Yeah, I I, I wore deodorant, but I got scentless deodorant. Ah. So unlike you scuzzbots, they just didn't wear deodorant. I wore it antiperspirant. So it, it was just terrible. Was scentless. I, I don't know if there was a rumor or what, man. Like what? 
I mean, like, they they told us these stories that, you know, you wake up in the middle of the night, and there's, like, a bear sniffing your armpit going, oh, this smells delicious. How come oh. there's not, how come there's not pooping in video games? Like, like <laughs> l- l- let's make it for our boy, Bigfoot Survival Horror. Mm-hmm. You're running from Bigfoot and stuff, but let's face it, everyone has to pee and poop during the day. Yes. So, like, you have, like, a pee and poop meter, and as it fills up, you can't run as fast, because you're like, oh, oh, I gotta go, oh. and so, like, your effectiveness gets worse and worse and you get slower and slower as a character and fi- until finally you hit like <laughs> one of the shoulder buttons to pee and then of course when you're peeing there's 30 seconds where you can't really do anything else because you can't turn it off once it's on so then when you're peeing and then like Bigfoot might attack you then or like if you're taking a dump you're like alright well my poo meter's filling up so I gotta take a dump quick or I won't be able to do anything but I've gotta find like a really good spot in the map so I don't get attacked oh man if only so- there was pooping in like Lord of the Rings because they must have shat all the time Oh, I mean, yeah, that was man. like that was like a five month tour, maybe like three year tour. That was a lot of shits happening on like the mountains of Mordor. I'm just saying, there's if we're gonna have a Bigfoot survival horror game, there should be a poop and pee meter because <laughs> even if you're running for your life, you can't hold off your bodily functions forever. That's true. I mean, even though even though technically, Eric, if you were in like fight or flight, you would like yeah, you're, eventually. You're... But eventually, it's gonna come out. So I, I like you know you have to make your choices during the game. You're like, all right, well my pee meter's only half full, but I might as well just go now because I don't think I'm gonna get killed. I don't hear any weird Bigfoot music yet, mm. so <laughs> that's right. I wonder if you if and if you uh, and the penalty for letting those expire would be like you crap yourself and then Bigfoot really likes the smell of like mountain chili and poop. No man, it just it just doubles you over. So it's like you're trying to like run and you're like, oh, crippling abdominal pain, uh, and then he catches up to you and you're like, oh. Should have emptied that poop meter earlier. See, I'm just saying, like, Bigfoot could track you by, like, your scent, but it could yeah. track you even more if you leave some of your scent around. So maybe you could, like, go up to next to, like, a Bigfoot trap and, like, take a big dump, you know, and be, like, wait somewhere going, tee waiting for Bigfoot to come over and smell your spooge. Oh, you gotta do the Hardy Boy style, where you go in one cave and poop, and then you run out and run into a different cave. So he follows the cave A. Ew. <laughs> the cave B. That's He's like, like, uh, tricked you, bitch. That's like the end of The Shining, where, uh... Where Jack Nicholson's character's like, I must rub my hands in somebody's poop. Oh, there's poop in the ice maze. Wee! So I'm just saying, I would really love it if Bigfoot existed. And I would really love it if I had $10 million. So let's just combine both of my interests and let's go get on the show. You know, Eric, uh, I have to confess something. Um, I, uh, I was really good friends with somebody back in 2005. Whoa, way back then. I know. No, but uh, (laughs) they, because they didn't know anybody in Boston, they would go out to the middle of the middle of nowhere and uh, go to these Bigfoot meetings in like Ohio, uh, you know, not too far away. But like they would fly out for like the annual meeting of the Bigfoot like watchers. I think it was called Bigfoot watchers. And every single year, like everybody who attends these meetings, except for her, because she was just, you know, just lonely. Uh, they they would all claim every single person who attended that they had it, like undeniable proof that Bigfoot existed, but they didn't want to release it because they didn't want people to like pick it apart and be like, no man, it's not real. And they wanted to be like, no, this is like this is my truth. Like so, they all held on to some kind of like shitty recording of their friend dressed up in like a Bigfoot costume in the middle of the woods. Mm-hmm. So I, I just feel like, where is the Bigfoot watchers? you know, a uh, reality TV show. Like, where are they in, like, this whole $10 million mess? And are they finally going to come out of the woodwork to present their crappy Bigfoot costume footage? 
hopefully let's let's debunk all the idiots and then find the actual ones you know because i mean like there's like there's a bigfoot show right now on like sci-fi or animal planet it's terrible yeah it's called it's called it's called finding, finding bigfoot, bigfoot animal planet finding bigfoot right but it it's and you've said it should really be called not finding bigfoot exactly because as soon as they do the show is over so that's why i want the spike tv show to actually go out there and prove it and there it is you know it's like God, there's like 20 different ghost hunter shows mm-hmm. where they all explore these buildings and nothing happens. Well, we think something might, oh, but it didn't. Oh, we think we hurt. No, it was Ricky farting. And so <laughs> I hate all those shows because you never get the payoff. So let's just have Spike TV have this one show. We find Bigfoot and then we're cool, man. We're cool. So we just find him and be like, high five Bigfoot. And uh, okay, that's it. Defended a Bigfoot. $10 million awarded. And uh, now we can all just go home. Well, hopefully the winner gets killed and it's found footage because that would be even better. <laughs> I mean, like, like I said, whoever finds Bigfoot is probably going to regret that they did. I mean, he's kept it a secret this long, folks, okay? That probably doesn't mean he's cuddly. He kills all witnesses. He leaves no survivors. Like I said, uh, it's a bear times 10, okay? Wow. Bear Don't, times 10. I mean, anyone that thinks they're going to go out there and offer him a Slim Jim or Beef Jerky or whatever those commercials are, you are sadly mistaken. Although he kind of almost kills those people in those commercials too. Yeah, every time. So, wait, so, so, so like a bear times 10 is like a chipmunk times 1 million. Well, I guess you could say that. Yeah, maybe it's like a mutated chipmunk. Maybe he didn't evolve from people or, or bears, but he's just like a squirrel that's been like mutated by scientists and radio radiation. Yeah, whatever. Why don't you be make like a squirrel and eat these nuts? All right, well, if you don't want to be on that show, fine, because guess what I'm going to do as soon as this podcast ends in like 30 seconds? Take a dump. Nope. I'm going to go audition for Wipeout. What? Seriously? Yeah, they finally are, are taking video auditions, so I'm putting together a video audition as soon as we finish this. So you might not be on the Bigfoot TV show with me, but I'm going to be on Wipeout this year, bitches. Wow. All right, well, don't die because that happens. Nope. I'll be good. I'm going to have a clean bit of health. So, uh, yep, I'm going to go make my big, uh, my big foot. I'm going to go make my Wipeout audition video right now and I, I get can, on Wipeout. I can never get on Wipeout, Eric, because uh, because I can have, like, a sensitive back and neck to where um, I was I was doing some stunts for a low-budget movie a few years back, and they dumped me on, they, like, flipped me upside down and dumped me onto a mat, and I was like, fuck, I cannot take another one of those. I can't imagine, I can't imagine. Anybody with any kind of issues, like, going onto the Wipeout uh, thing and taking, like, one hit, like, the first hit that you will, like, eventually take, mm-hmm. oh, that would just wreck me. I do have a shoulder issue, so I don't know if I should, like, maybe get some shoulder surgery now, so then when they tape in the spring, I'll be <laughs> healthy, or if I should just wing it. But um, I'm getting on there, man. Like, well, I, I filled out the application before, but now they actually get to see me mm-hmm. on camera. Oh, yeah, it's happening. Well, I'm getting on the show this year. Well, I mean, you know, obviously you've already won, so uh, why not just get, like, $50,000 worth of, like, surgery, you know, to your mm-hmm. to your face so they'll uh, get you on the show? No, when I win Wipeout and I get $50,000 for winning, I'm going to turn that into my Bigfoot expedition. <laughs> and you're not invited. Aw. Oh, well. Yeah. So it'll be you and T-Pain out in the middle of the wilderness. No, man, I'm going to get some of our, our jump maniacs. They They like us. Oh, yeah. Well, I put this out to you, Maniacs, on this Halloween-themed edition. How many of you guys believe in the Bigfoot, and how many of you would join Eric on an expedition Yes. that may wind up with you, with you terribly mutilated and or eaten by the Bigfoot? Let's do it, lads. Come with me. Follow me. You're probably not all going to live. I will. 
but you're probably not all gonna live, but some of you will. Let's come with me. It's gonna be awesome. You know, I mean, think about it, dudes. All right, like, you know, a couple of you guys bring food. Everyone has to bring at least one case of beer. Um, someone's in charge of sleeping bags. Right. Let's do it. I'm telling you, man, me and the Chump Maniacs, we can totally find Bigfoot, and then we'll become immortal. All right? No one cares about the second guy that found Bigfoot. Everyone cares about the first guy that found it. So let's be that first expedition that does it. True. And anyone that, anyone that dies that gets will get a... Um, well, like we won't plaque. bury you. We won't bury you, but we'll do like one of those, you know, like they do in those cool movies like Expendables 2 where they just take all those rocks and go, and just bury rocks on top of you. <laughs> What's that called? Like a cairn or something? I don't know. They're like, They're like yeah. oh, fuck, I'm too lazy to dig. Let's just put rocks on top of them because that's that's healthy. Well, you know, they're just <laughs> that, like... Because that like, won't smell. They're just mashing it. them up for the worms. Yeah, it was just like, that's always such a lazy way out. It's like, well, we could bury them. No, nah, fuck that, dude. My back hurts. Let's just put let's, let's just put rocks on top of them. So, yeah. So, if you die, I promise to at least put rocks on top of your corpse. Well, maybe, maybe Eric, if enough maniacs come with you, you can just keep feeding Bigfoot people until he gets satiated enough for you to take a video and then run. Yeah, if Bigfoot attacks, I will probably trip at least one of you. <laughs> or push push you in front of me. But, you know, we'll just decide ahead of time who's going to be that one guy. and We'll be really, really nice to him the whole trip, and then we'll just know that he's the lamb. Oh, no. <laughs> they get sacrificed. So, so, you know, that's how it is. All right, anyways, yeah, join me on my quest. Fuck the haters. We're finding Bigfoot bitches wow there I, there's got to be at least one guy out there somewhere who's like fucking bigfoot 10 million dollars just trend man they're not about bigfoot they don't think he's really real they just want the money yeah i do want the money but i also want to prove he's real so he's cool and uh of course with halloween right around this corner it's a perfect time to buy our book fat vampire slayer because mm-hmm. it's got tons of monsters in it you're gonna enjoy it it's even like a special edition now. We got a new cover on it by Dexter Morrill. Oh, it's so good. Very cool. The guy is an amazing artist. Go uh, check out Dexter Morrill on his WordPress website. He's also uh, doing a, a comic for um, RetroWare TV. Oh, really? Called Power Strip. It's pretty oh, cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. So you can check that shit out too. But yeah, so if you haven't uh, checked out Fat Vampire Slayer yet, it's still 99 cents, and it's the best bang for your 99 cents book of all time <laughs> all right eric so uh I, I know you just watched this um this movie about zombies but i have a halloween movie recommendation for you what's that if you haven't seen it yet you may have seen this i want you to go out and rent uh grizzly man oh yeah of course of of course i've seen grizzly man <laughs> oh dude it's so creepy scary it's, it's and uh maniacs it's this documentary about uh, about a man who lives with grizzly bears out in the Alaskan wilderness against all odds, against uh, like all these people telling him that he should not be there and that the bears are dangerous and he's a fucking idiot. He goes and lives with grizzly bears anyway and then mysteriously disappears. But you gotta watch this documentary. It's like... Well, he, he died on camera, dude. Well, come on, I, 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 was, I, I guess I was trying to build it up, but yes. Oh, yeah, I gave it away. Yeah, he gets yeah. killed. The bears eat him. The bears eat him, but it's... On but, camera, like, you can hear him die. But it's but the story of, like, of like how he gets to that point and, like, everything about him, it's just really documentary about the guy himself and how loony he is, but it's also really creepy and horrifying. Oh, there's a way better uh, grizzly bear one out there. Me really? and my buddy Eric Handler rented it, like, six years ago. And this guy, like, makes a Bigfoot robot suit. 
to like protect him. Or it's not Bigfoot. Sorry, I can't. <laughs> he makes a grizzly bear suit. Yes. So that when he goes out and observes uh, grizzly bears, they won't kill him. Oh yes, yes, that guy. It's like a white and, suit, right? Yeah, and half the movie he just tests it. Like he has like a log on a rope, smash him. He gets hit by a car. Like he has people attack him with baseball bats. All these things to prove that like the suit cannot be hurt by a grizzly bear. Yes. He's like, all right, we're ready, we're ready. They go to the side of the woods. He gets in the suit and he starts walking and realizes he can't even walk up a hill in the suit. Oh, no. And it starts snowing and they leave and the movie ends. <laughs> he just couldn't walk up a hill. <laughs> it could survive a truck hitting him and he can't walk up hill in it. He's like, oh, darn. There goes my my, big, my grizzly bear project. Oh, so that one's funny. If you want to watch Chad's and watch the guy get killed by grizzlies, well, I guess you could do that too. Well, but. it's it's pretty horrifying. No, it's not as funny as as that guy. I remember that and th- that armor looked pretty awesome. And I'm pretty sure him and like another guy who who just made body armor like out of his uh, garage, contacted by like the Canadian government for like prototypes and stuff. Yeah, I think it was bulletproof. I think they they fired pistols at it too. Yeah, I remember. You know, it was going around the internet. People were talking about like, yo, it's like a grizzly bear suit. Back when VHS tapes existed, we rented it from a video store. We always looked for like the worst videos we could possibly find, and we rented that one. And it was it was awesome. Excellent. So, all right. Well, I'm gonna go audition for Wipeout real quick, and then I'm gonna put together my Bigfoot expedition team. So, uh, go on our Facebook page and contact me. Let me know if you want to be in, and maybe I'll circulate some kind of newsletter to organize us. <laughs> right, but I th- I think if you if you go in on this expedition, you have to wear a red shirt. That's just mandatory. Yeah, and I won't be, but you will be. So, <laughs> you know. Okay, cool. So, uh, everybody, we're a weekly video game slash Bigfoot slash film <laughs> uh, podcast. Check us out every week on iTunes. You can subscribe there. We're also on RetroWareTV.com, Elder-Geek.com, and, of course, JumpmanPodcast.com. All right, let's do it. All right, we'll see you next week. Yeah, unless I die finding Bigfoot <laughs> in between. Jumpman. I find your lack of faith disturbing. One shall stand, one shall fall.